Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day this message finds you. This is Sharita, Prophetess Sharita, coming to you with a Say Yes moment. Here at Say Yes, my motto is if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. Today, today, today. I am coming in, and the Lord has been dealing with me with certain um, things and certain topics, and today I want to talk about prophetic properties and prophetic purposes, prophetic properties and prophetic purposes. The Lord has been sharing with me that in the Old Testament, there were many prophets. There were major prophets. There were minor prophets. Inside of the book of Isaiah, you will hear mentioning of other prophets and prophetess throughout the books. And as we don't have the names of all of the prophets that are authorized and all of the prophetesses that are authorized by God, there were so many that did so many little small things throughout the documentation of the Bible as it was written that we sometimes lose sight of what we are supposed to be doing in efforts of emulation or following the footsteps of another person. So today I am coming to you to share with you that prophecy is not about looking around at others. It's not about... um, Uh, operating in a psychic component, but prophecy is more something that the Spirit of God comes upon a person to give them a purpose position so that they can go forth to do the will and the work of the Lord. To do the will and the work of the Lord. So today, I am going to talk to you about Ezekiel. I have been um, in the process of reading different excerpts from many of the prophets. But today, I want to talk to you about the purpose of Ezekiel. The purpose of Ezekiel. And then later on this week, I'm going to make the attempt to come in with the purpose of another prophet. But today, the purpose of the prophet Ezekiel was through the visions that were coming to him and the messages that God was giving to him. The purpose was for him to go to the people of God and to basically show God's people their transgressions that they had as they were in captivity. They were in the midst of sin and sin had separated them from the blessings of God. And it says that the purpose of Ezekiel was to bring the people to repentance, was to bring the people 
to repentance. Okay? So, as God called him to bring the people to repentance, Ezekiel goes forth to the people and he comforts the people with messages of restoration, spiritual revival, and the future redemption of God. So, he talks about restoration, spiritual revival, and their future. Hallelujah, somebody. The future of their people. So we see him going through and he shows them that um, there's times of destruction. But even though we have these times of instability that occurs due to sin, He shows that God's plan of restoration and reestablishing his people is the purpose. The reestablishment of his people is the purpose. So as we go into the book of Ezekiel, we see in the beginning part of Ezekiel chapter 1 that the word of the Lord came expressly unto Ezekiel, the priest, the son of Buzai, and the land of the Chaldeans by the river of Chabar, and the hand of the Lord was upon him. So we see the spirit of the Lord comes to Ezekiel, who is technically a priest at this time and at this time as he comes to him he begins to speak to him in multiple times and multiple occasions and so then what happens that is in chapter one of Ezekiel then as we go into chapter two of Ezekiel we see that he is commissioned and then the Lord says he says unto him son of man stand up on your feet I will speak unto thee and the spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet and I heard him as he spake to me so he spoke to the prophet and his spirit was upon him and his spirit was upon him and so the actuality and the essence of the spirit of God is that the spirit of God comes in and the same as today the prophets of today have to have the endowment of the Holy Spirit hallelujah somebody and they have got to have the word of wisdom and spiritual revelations of the correct proper breakdown exegesis, and understanding of the scriptures so the prophets come to heal the deliver, to restore, to redirect, and to point the people to God. Hallelujah. So in this, we see that the word of the Lord comes to Ezekiel multiple times. And so it says in Ezekiel 3, I so I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat the roll and He said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat, and fill thy bowels that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. So, 
Then as we continue to read, it says, And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of the Israel, of Israel and speak with my words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of an hard language, but to the house of Israel. So he told him, to go to the house of Israel. And then he tells them in chapter three, verse seven, but the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee for they will not hearken unto me for the house of Israel are impudent and hard hearted. So what happens is we have in the book of Ezekiel, where God talks about the stony hearts, where God talks about restoration, but he talks about basically they are impudent as well as um, they're impudent and they are not going to listen to the prophet because they are hard hearted. Okay, they are hard hearted. So what has happened is that the people of God have basically come to their flesh. They are in a spirit of rebellion and they don't feel as though they've got to do what thus saith the Lord. But God called the prophet the man of God to be the watchman, hallelujah, to tend to the souls of the people, to go and to deliver them and to speak to the dead, hardened hearted people that were engulfed in carnal mindsets and spiritual adulteries and going after other things. And he sent him to prophesy against their hard heartedness. Hallelujah, somebody to prophesy against their carnal mindsets. Hallelujah, somebody and to prophesy. Hallelujah unto them that they have got to change. Hallelujah, that they have got to change and change is the only way that is going to bring them out of their bad situation and that praise and that their uh, words from the Lord is going to bring restoration and healing and will bring them into life and will bring their hearts to a godly continence and to a godly stance. Okay. So the prophet came to show them their transgressions. So he tells us in the book of Ezekiel 22 that he goes and he tells them to, he tells the prophet to judge the people, show the people their abominations, show the people their sins. If we go into the book of Romans chapter one, we see in the New Testament where God says, okay, these are things that we should not do. And if you would care to continue to do these things, that I am a God that is a God of second chances. Yes. But if you want to persist and live in your sins, hallelujah, somebody. Then I'm going to allow you to do that because God is a God that is loving, merciful and caring. And he is a God that gives us free will. Hallelujah. God gives us free choice. God gives us the ability to choose whether we want to live 
with heaven as our goal or if we want to live according to the sin nature of our own flesh and of the world and the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eye and the pride of life that is here on this earth okay that is here on this earth. So as we see the purpose of the prophet Ezekiel, we can go back to the prophet Isaiah a few chapters prior to the prophet Ezekiel. And we can see where in Ezekiel, in Isaiah 58, if we go to the book of Isaiah chapter 58, If we go to Isaiah 58, we see that the Lord literally tells the prophet of God to go to the people. He says, cry loud, spare not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgressions and the house of Jacob their sins. Okay, so when you hear a minister preaching and teaching the word of God, okay, if I teach and I minister from the book of Colossians, if we go into the book of Colossians and Colossians is a very good book to show you exactly what I am talking about because in the book of Colossians chapter uh, in the book of Colossians it tells you that we have got to do certain things okay that we have got to do certain things and so when we go to the book of Colossians we will go to chapter 3 and in the book of Colossians it says when Christ who is our life shall appear then shall ye also appear with him in glory it says mortify therefore your members upon the earth fornication uncleanliness inordinate affections evil concupiscence and covetousness which is idolatry for which things sake the wrath of God comes upon the children of disobedience, in which ye also walk some time that ye lived in them. Okay? But now ye also put off these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of the mouth lie not one to another seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds and that have put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him okay so then we see that um We got to put on, therefore, the elect of God, which is holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, and long-suffering, forbearing one another, okay? So, at the end of the day, we have got to get our mind set to be obedient to the Word of God, because grace 
does not mean that we have a free pass to sin because he gave us grace. Grace does not give us a free pass of to sin. Because the word of God, according to Jesus Christ, says that no man can serve two masters. Either he will be, he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. So we cannot be a part of things, organizations, and we cannot have the mindset to do things that are opposing the word of God, opposing the word of God. So if we go into the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 24, we see that we cannot serve two masters. We cannot serve two masters. If we go into the book of Matthew 5 and 39, it says, be ye therefore perfect, even as your father, which is in heaven is perfect. So we have got to change. We have got to choose to change. We have got to put off the old carnal man. And we have got to learn that the prophets come to point the people to God. Hallelujah, somebody. Say the prophet comes to point me to God. Hallelujah. The prophet comes to tell me to get my mind right through Jesus Christ. The prophet comes to tell me to get my heart right through Jesus Christ. The prophet comes to tell me to get my spirit right through Jesus Christ. The prophet comes to tell me that I need to be healed, delivered, and restoration from my carnal thinking. Hallelujah. The prophet comes to tell me that no man can come unto the Father but by Jesus Christ, which the word says, but by me. Hallelujah. So we've got to put on the word of God and we have got to get it in our minds, our hearts and our spirits. And we have got to adhere ourselves to a spirit of obedience because without obedience, we don't have holiness. Without obedience, we are not sanctified. And without obedience, Obedience, we are not justified. Hallelujah. And if we are not holy, sanctified, and justified, we will not make the mark, hallelujah, somebody, to see our Father which is in heaven. Okay? So we've got to get our minds transformed through the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and hallelujah. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved unto God. Approval doesn't come from man. Approval doesn't come from woman. Approval doesn't come from people. Approval doesn't come from individuals. Approval doesn't come from your pastor. Approval doesn't come from your elders, but approval comes from God. Hallelujah. It says study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, rightly dividing the word of truth. So the prophetic properties that we've got to understand that are not in fruition and not in operation in today is that everybody wants the prophet to come to say, you're going to get a blessing. The prophet, uh, 
is looked after because people want a new house. People want a new car. People want the prophets to come and tell them where their husband or their soulmate is. People want the prophet to come and tell them everything except for the factor that they've got to get their minds right through Jesus Christ. Romans 12 said, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a holy sacrifice, uh, uh, living sacrifice, holy and acceptable is your reasonable service unto God, that ye be not conformed to this world, but that ye be renewed through your minds through Christ Jesus. We've got to get ourselves renewed. Hallelujah. We've got to get our minds renewed. Hallelujah. We've got to get our hearts renewed. We have got to get our mouths renewed. And the prophet, hallelujah, is come to be the watchman over your soul. Hallelujah. To care for your soul, even as God in heaven cares for your soul. So we've got to get out of carnal thinking. Hallelujah. We've got to get out of covetous thinking. We've got to mortify the things that are not of God. We've got to put to death our sin nature and our carnal mindsets. And we've got to get our minds right and restored by the word of God. Because thy word that I have hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So I'm here to declare and decree unto you a spirit of obedience. Hallelujah. A spirit of obedience. Hallelujah. A spirit of obedience obedience. So I will be doing Bible-based teachings along with my prayers and along with spiritual prophecies and edifications for your soul. But there comes a time where you have got to allow the people to know that the prophet is the watchman. Hallelujah. For the souls of the people. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the prophet has got to come and show Israel that they have got to change. Hallelujah. They've got to choose to change. They've got to be not conformed to this world. They can't love the things that are of this world. They've got to renew their minds and their hearts through Christ Jesus, the Spirit of God and the Word of God. Hallelujah. So as God puts the unctioning in the minds and the hearts of the prophet, if your prophet is only prophesying to you, Things, hallelujah, material blessings, hallelujah, new mates, new houses, new cars, and material things. You might want to go the other way because those are signs of the prophecy and the prophets of Hananiah. Because the Spirit of the Lord allowed me to see that people want things. People want stuff. But the Bible says, delight thyself also in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. The Bible says, seeking ye shall find, asking ye shall receive, knock and the door shall open unto you because those who seek find, those who ask receive and those who knock, the door shall be open unto you. God says there is no good thing that God will withhold from you. But you have got to be obedient to the word of God. You have got to be restored Stored by the word of God. You have got to be renewed by the word of God. Hallelujah. So I'm going to close out today and say that I pray that the Father in the name of Jesus will come upon the people and I pray in the name of Jesus that a spirit of obedience will touch down in your hearts and in your homes. I pray that the spirit of the Lord will allow you to get into the word of God, to study the word of God so that we will know when 
the Lord tells the prophet that we've got to be perfect. We know that those are the words of Jesus Christ in Matthew 5 and 48. Hallelujah. And that the prophet comes to lead you and to guide you in all truth and to show you that this is what is good and acceptable and the will of God. Hallelujah. Because I want nothing more. Hallelujah. Than for all to meet their maker. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says that God is created creating a new heaven and a new earth. Hallelujah. And God says that we've got to let go of those things that which are an abomination to God. We've got to let go of those things that are not the good and perfect will of the Lord. Okay. So I pray that God has a blessing to the reading of the word and the scriptures that I have shared with you today. I pray that you will understand that the prophet doesn't come to tell you about things, jobs, cars, houses, and business, but the prophet comes to restore, renew, and heal, and deliver, and reset your spiritual well-being to the will of God. So he comes and she comes to restore the people and to be a watchman over your soul and to allow you to know that what is the good and perfect will of God is what we need to be doing and what we need to adapt to. So God bless. And until next time, remember, if you say yes to the Lord, he will say yes to you. And remember that there is a blessing on the other side of your yes. So say yes to the Lord today. Until next time.